All right, quick intro, ladies and gents. This is Hot Takes that will probably get us canceled, part one. This was a three-hour episode that I broke down into three parts, okay? So you guys listen to it in succession. You'll be able to hear everything as it should. Try to start from part one and then go to part two and then go to part three. It was a really interesting conversation. Very, very, very good, okay? There are some um, things you may hear, so just in case, make sure your headphones are at a reasonable level. Don't turn them up too loud. You may hear some um, background stuff, TVs or children in the background and stuff like that. I tried really hard to cut that stuff out, but I wasn't able to cut out everything, all right? So, and you're going to hear Rico singing a Jeopardy song because I took a little... A little break, and I ain't want to cut that out because he was being petty. So, <laughs> make sure you stick around and listen to the whole podcast from parts one through three, and I'll see you guys in there. Bye. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Down for the Count. Okay. This week, the girls could not, everybody couldn't make it. So, Alexis is out. Janae is out. These girls got school, so they're not going to be here this week, but... Maybe next week they'll pop in and we'll be able to do an episode with all four of us. But at least you got all four of us two weeks in a row. So there's that. But this week we got special guests, okay? We still got Nicole. Nicole is here. And, of course, we got some some oldies but goldies in Don and Rico, okay? So everybody say hi. Okay, don't speak up. No, I'm trying to speak. Hola. I'll say, hey. Hola. Hey, hey, bad bitches relax. make some motherfucking noise. Hey, Jesus. Yeah. Everybody relax. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness. Oh. Okay. Make sure y'all check um check out TV so everything is down. I know. I'm about to turn it down. Um, If people, Gretzko, which I didn't know was coming back so soon, is has this five fifth season it's on i'm so excited but i have to restart it because i was not mentally there for a lot of it another show about that cat is it a he's cat? a red panda okay i just want to make sure oh she cussed me out what okay, get it right it was a red panda yeah, it was really He's a cute. red panda, and it I really, really like it because I want to find out who are the creators because it's very, it speaks to, again, like it's a cartoon and it seems a little wonky, but it speaks a lot to like um, millennials and millennials in the workforce now and like how like mundane day-to-day life has like sort of become to us at a certain extent, like very smart mm-hmm. show. Oh, okay. I I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I remember you mentioned it when we was in the pandemic and you was watching it heavy then, but I haven't watched it. So I might, I might look into it, but Don gonna kick my ass if I don't finish watching the stuff I was supposed to watch for him. I got oh my gosh. Okay. It's just really right now, only two shows on the queue and she has not watched one of them at all. I know. I gotta, I gotta start watching Outer Banks. I gotta start figuring out the T is that heterosexual ass show. I heard that yeah. show's pretty good though. I heard it's I really suggest, good though. I heard it's really I good. I suggest you guys watch Perfect Match. He's he's been he's definitely been on my ass about Perfect Match. So it's I'm gonna just I'm the gonna right amount of messages. 
the fuck is that even? Actually, no. Let's get on with the show. But if I recommend Blood and Water, then I'm wrong. Ah, don't I want to watch Africa production? Let's let's move forward. Oh, let's move forward. I'm sick. Okay, okay, because the girls and the guys are fighting. Okay, listen. So this week we are going to be talking about hot takes, right? Your hot take or your opinion that would more than likely start a riot, okay? It's definitely going to start a riot. So we got the idea from uh, Cade, which is Hoda's Kicks on Twitter and Closed Linings. Closed Linings is the one who posted it on their Instagram. So just to give credit where credit is due, we're going to give them their credit and we're going to go by that. So the topic is hot takes that would definitely get your ass beats or at least strong opinions that will cause a riot. It could be wrestling. It could be WWE related, AEW related. It could be any company. So let's say we'll pick three hot takes or three opinions of our own that we know is going to cause some mischief. It's going to definitely stir up the hornet's nest. Okay? Everybody cool with that? Uh-oh. Perfect. We lost somebody? We lost Donnie. He'll okay. be back. So oh, he's right here. Okay. So Rico's going to start off Rico. first. Rico, Rico's going to go first. And then we'll go Rico... Don, Nicole, me. And that's how we'll keep going. We'll talk about the topics and try not to spend too much time on them because it is what it is. We can say whether we disagree or agree and then we're going to move on to the next person. Everybody cool with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go. 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 Rico, you up. All right. So first first hot take that I really want to get across is that there is a very, very rampant subculture of internalized misogyny within women's wrestling. And we have, we have talked about, we have somewhat addressed it before when I was on the podcast the last time when we were talking about Ember or Athena's interview with Chris Van Vliet as well as um, Tegan's interview. Um, when, you know, they, they're constant, their, their main, point of contention in their release was about, oh, I didn't have the diva look and how oftentimes women who women's wrestlers who either came from the divas era or rem- are remind them of the divas era are often looked at with a much harsher light than they should be, like Carmella being one of them. I know Donnie will agree with that. Carmella is someone who is not bad. She's actually very good at what she does. She's not the greatest, but she's never claimed to be, but yet, and she said it herself that because of the way she looks, because of the way her character works, because of the way she wrestles and how she, you know, portrays herself, that she will never be taken seriously and never given the respect that she deserves. And I think that's something that we see very, very frequently, oftentimes. But, uh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for two seconds. Go ahead. But I want to say Carmella is one of the safest women's workers on that roster or safest workers that on part. that roster that huh. part <laughs> why wow, they because, like try yeah. to drag her but she's one of the safest women in that ring right or you have women like lana who lana busted her ass to be where she was at and yeah her her, her progression was very slow 
but she never, never got the respect that she deserved for the improvement that she did. And then when you look at the NXT women coming up now, Tiffany Stratton is someone who catches a lot of flack, even though she has quite literally shown to improve. She had, she had a rough start for sure. Not going to deny that. But I kind of see this trend with women like her who, if they have like a rough start or if they fuck up once, that's it. Like they're never allowed to move past from that. Look at Lash Legend, who she she accidentally injured Amari once and she has not been able to escape the unsafe, unclean, not good at wrestling slander since then. Even though she's proven that she is a very, very good wrestler and she is very, very charismatic and she can put on a very good match. For me, when it comes to Tiffany, I don't like her character. So I don't really have an issue with her wrestling. I think she's improved significantly. Um, If we're talking about progression for her specifically, she definitely has been one of the NXT girls who has really was like, look, I'm, I might be pretty, but I'm going to dedicate myself to the craft. I'm, I'm damn good at what I do, which I can respect that. I just don't give a shit about Tiffany's character. So oftentimes I'm going to say stuff about her (laughs) that I say about anybody else, anybody else with me, anybody can get the smoke. I'm not the biggest fan of the Bellas, but like I said, I give them their props in the area that I feel they deserve it. Anything else is outside of my scope. So I just don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow smoke up your ass if I don't give a shit. I give Carmella her props in the area I feel like she excels the most. And I do think in Carmella's case, she gets a lot of flack, but there's really not no reason for it because her counterparts like Aaliyah and even Liv at one point were not even where she was. Like they weren't close. So you're talking about women who've been on the roster for a certain amount of time and giving you a certain amount of matches where you have to be like, okay, girl, look, I was giving you hell, but shit. (laughs) You shut me up. Like Carmella's done that on multiple occasions. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is not a, that's not up for debate. That's facts. You can go back and watch it for yourself, but I could understand how you could say that about a lot of people but me personally, I try not to look at how pretty you are or how much you do that. But when your character is is diving down, is doubling down on that, I don't think that can be really helped. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because that's yeah, no, that doesn't. Get, yeah. It's like, well, I'm pretty and you're not, and it's like, okay, girl. Yeah, that was definitely Carmella on her last run. Um, but even, yeah, and so that that last, her, her previous run when she was the, the most beautiful woman in the world stick, that was definitely doubling down on the whole, like, well, I'm pretty. It was definitely, like, a very, like, I mean, do I want to say, like, Paris Hilton-esque type of gimmick of, like, I'm just pretty, I'm hot, and you're not. Um, yeah. Yeah. But even yeah. even with that aside, there have, Scarlett did that on, in Impact. And I don't think she caught the same amount of flat that Carmella did. And that's I something that Impact I... was when Scarlett was there, so I don't know what she I did. mean, let's be real. No one was watching Impact. No one, still no one watches Impact. 
Okay, you um, except for Marjorie. You except for Marjorie. Listen, and I say that as someone who loves Impact and watches their division regularly, but no one watched it. Just like I love NXT UK, but did anyone watch it? No. It was me and Nicole. I was the only one who watched NXT UK for at least two years. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I watched. I'm it not. I'm debut. not. Fu- I'm not fucking exaggerating. Okay, in my defense. Okay, let's hear it. It came on, <laughs> and I just and it would be in the middle of the day. And, and they would, it was on the network. It was available right after. I would never watch. I never watch NXT UK live. Very, very, very seldomly I would watch it live. You're right. Because of my in times at work, unless I was off that day. Okay, my bad. I don't, I don't know what else. To- I exactly. It's quiet. Cool. No back like talk. That. Y'all ain't got to come at me like that. Y'all real strong today. We coming, right, so that's not we coming at you from with the, we got, we yeah. at you from the back of your neck hairs. We got Boy, you. Fuck wasn't, you. Um, fuck both y'all. Wasn't <laughs> on my radar for a long time, so I'm not even going to sit here. I'm not. I tried. Stone Cold used to look so weird when he had hair. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, circling back, circling back. Um, yeah, no, I think the, it's like because on it, uh, one hand it, there is a lot of misogyny that is per- perpetuated by men and that's something that I don't want to distract from because I feel like in discussing this because I think Nicole brought it up before we were filming that it's like oftentimes um, the shitty women throughout women's wrestling history will get dragged even though that there are so many male counterparts that did worse much much worse and they don't get half the smoke and so in discussing the internalized misogyny in women's wrestling, I don't want to detract from the actual misogyny coming from men. But I think as a byproduct of that misogyny, there comes this internalized misogyny. And I feel like there are a lot of women in history who perpetuated that. AJ Lee is one of them. Oh, don't AJ get me Lee started on that promo. Every year comes or... up, I fucking go on a rampage. She do. She do. I really okay. do. That's why, I... and I'm like, and I'm, yeah, I, I, that pi- that whole like uh, talent is not sexually transmitted promo literally irks my fucking bones. I fucking hate that because people will literally quote it for everything, and I'm like, it's it pisses me off to no extent because I think AJ Lee, as much as she was focused on the wrestling, first of all, she was not that great of a wrestler. First of all, she was she could sell the same shit. Wasn't she dating exactly. my girlfriend for like a long time? Running around, Dennis making girl, out with a lot Duff of people. Were you like, like yeah? Were you like skipping around, making out with anybody who will have you at the time? So if we're right, jumping it. from dick to dick, might as well get your visa. I mail. mean, I'm just I mean. singing. No, I'm. That type ah. of if wrestling is a, it's not a sexually transmitted disease. It's not a sexually transmitted talent. Then what the fuck were you doing? Because from okay. what I saw, if we're going by what we're seeing, your ass was hopping around doing anybody anybody who would have your kiss and everybody you was quote-unquote the crazy chick okay sitting up there with Dolph Ziggler had Big E as a damn uh like a fucking mammy running around with you and Dolph Ziggler which to this day that irks my soul irks my soul I'm like why the fuck is you there bitch shouldn't they be yours like okay girl yeah, that's why I can never, and and again, it's such a double-edged sword because I don't want to 
diminish what she did because she did do something. What did she do? I will. Division. What did she do? But she do? oh no, I'll diminish she... the hell because what has AJ Lee done? <laughs> what did she do? And I'm being very, I'm being very, very, very serious. Besides, the only thing that AJ Lee has done that has been substantial has inspired women who have come after her who are ten times better than she is. And this, that that's the only thing that I'm going to give her credit for. That's it. Because I will because she had AJ Lee's has daughters, but her daughters are better than her. I'm not doing that. I'll tell you what. Even Cora J. Here's one thing. Well, yeah, Period. Here's one thing. And Cora J kind of sucks as well. So. Well, well she's, okay. she's still learning. I just need a little bit more time. Everybody can't be out there doing it like at, at the speed that you, you expect. So I'll give Cora a little bit more time. And plus, we haven't seen her in a while. So maybe when she come back, she'll be able to get it to a stride. That oh, I yeah. Where is she? You know what I'm saying? Because we haven't been around in a minute. And I think she's injured because her and Valkyrie were supposed to have a feud, and that feud has fizzled. It's gone. From what I from what I've been seeing, uh, she's taking a mental health break. Yeah, so she's that's what I've been seeing. She's out. Good for her. So I my thing was okay. She needs to get her fix her gear. AJ Lee props, and my thing was for what because we. I can't stress it enough. She also was a part of the problem. And if we're talking about you, you weren't helping the women. You were in a locker room being a bully. They and everybody attests to it. You were doing the mm-hmm. same shit. So no, I'm you were leaving people out to dry in, in matches. I'm not gonna. You're, you're no selling shit. Like no. Fuck that. I'm not giving you props for being a bitch. I'm not doing that. And as much as I don't like the Bellas, I felt like you didn't have to go out there and cut that promo on them without them knowing. If they knew and they was complaining about it, I wouldn't say anything because I'd be like, bitch, you knew. You knew it was coming. Prepare But they didn't know about that. I would have fucked her up as soon as we got back there. Yeah, I've been walking up the ramp. They said they didn't know. All the girls said they didn't know she was going to do that. And that conversation, that thing was like the one thing that like blew them up. And it was just like, we didn't know she was coming out there like that. And I was like, whoa, well, wait a minute. I thought no, y'all because I would have yeah, fought from her what I, from what on I camera. Is that they knew she was going to cut a promo, but they didn't know that she was going to say that. They didn't know she was going to say that. Right. So I was like, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? And, my and that's why, is- again, I don't like the amount of flowers that she gets because I'm like, she fed into so much of that like pick me mentality that kind of was used that and that's the one thing that I hate about fucking pick me ism is that it emboldens those who aren't like us so it's like a woman it's like misogyny coming from a woman emboldens misogynistic men to ramp up their misogyny and that's something that she had a heavy hand in well exactly and, it, I mean, and I, yeah. I get I get it everybody but it has a double-edged sword no matter what so women are women are notorious for being misogynistic they're we're not absolved from that behavior I mean think about it look how it works out in our normal everyday lives look at how women Girl. vote look at how they voted look at how they know that these men are trying to take away rights but they don't care and then they're sitting up there crying and, and running in blood in the streets because they can't because now at have the time because at the time it doesn't directly affect them because they feel like their class will protect them that's what i'm saying so patriarchy it's not, it's, saves no one 
And it's not a it's not a, a nuanced conversation because it is one that needs to be had. I don't feel like it takes away from um, the conversation because both are wrong and both need to be addressed. If you're going to talk yeah. about it, you talk about everything. You don't just talk about the one thing that affects us the most, the one the the worst of the worst. No, because in order for it to be rectified and corrected. They have to know what they're doing is wrong. And you have to see it and say, hey, you know, that's that's misogynistic. Well, I can't be misogynistic. I'm a woman, bitch. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, and it, can. it pisses me off because I'm someone I watch NXT very frequently. And y'all know I'm very well versed in all things NXT. I'd I be knowing the people's names before they even fucking debut. And it's very, very frustrating at times because, and I, I think I've brought this up before, but as much as I love Gigi Dolan, I've noticed that she gets a lot of leeway from fans that a lot of the other women don't get. And that's no, something that always kind of, like when it comes to Gigi, again, I love her, love her down. Um, and she was great on the indies. And me and Alexis were kind of talking about this when we were watching Vengeance Day, but there have been multiple times since Gigi got signed that she's kind of lost a lot of the clean, like when it comes to her ring work specifically, her the cleanness that she had in the indies hasn't translated over. And of course you can kind of, you know, it's not her fault. I don't, I want to make sure I get that point across. It's not her fault because, you know, there are people who on the indies, they wrestle a certain way and they're very clean and they're very smooth. But when it comes to adapting to the WWE way, you know, there are some, they're going to have, you know, some little, slip up some little errors they're not going to be as perfect as they used to be and that's just something that a, okay so you're saying Gigi gets a little bit more leeway than who than a lot of the women in NXT like I think Lash is one I, of them Lash is one of them I think we'll Mandy black, so we JC, know why Lash get her her we know why Lash get treated yeah. the way she get treated because she's black. And then I will also say Mandy and JC would get more flack than Gigi did very frequently and there were times when Gigi was kind of on level with both of them. And that's something that, I, in terms of wrestling, yeah, she was a little bit ahead of them. But there were plenty of times when she was on TV and she was on par with them. She wasn't, and it's not saying that, you know, Gigi was sucking or, you know, or anything like that. But I'm like, she, in terms of overall character, overall wrestling, she was, she's not someone who was really that much above them, but she was treated like she was. Like she was so beyond toxic attraction. I get what you're reality. saying. Yeah, because I, I think saying. Yeah, like I noticed I'm like Gigi could have the same match as Mandy, but Mandy would get more flack for her match than Gigi would, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you that's know something why I that Mandy her flag. Me personally, well, yeah. I, but, I believe Mandy's my, a better wrestler than what she shows. And oftentimes what you get from Mandy is lazy. And that is why I give Mandy the flack that I give her. As far as Gigi is concerned, I can understand how some of her matches would be phoned. It feel like it's phoned in. She's not giving what she definitely could. Some of her matches are sloppy. That's true. However, not even looking at her, um, her indie work, because I didn't think she was that clean on the indies, quite frankly. I thought the people she that she was cleaner on the indies. <laughs> no, she was not at all. I don't think she was at all, to be honest. No, she was um, sloppy. I thought she was much cleaner in the WWE than she was on the indies. But it, everybody's eye is different. So if you believe she was, I'm fine with that. That's your opinion. I'm not going to shit on you for that. 
my thing was oftentimes you have you have Gigi, JC, and then you have Mandy in that group. And then Mandy's the leader, but out of all of them, she to me was not the best. And she had the biggest title on the show. She had it for over a year. And I said, okay, fine, cool. So we're gonna run with this storyline, guys. Going by what we're watching, out of all of them, the best of the three was Gigi. She had the better ring awareness. She had the better prowess in the ring. So when I see her and she fucks up, it stands out more. With JC, she does, she's middle of the road for me. Either way, she comes across. It's like she was good in this match, but then the next match you'll get JC and it'll be eh. And you just, it rolls that way with her. She doesn't give me yeah. much of anything. So and I'm not denying that. that. But I think um, a lot of yeah. times what happens when it comes to that, when you're looking at the wrestlers, and really a lot of this comes from people who are not deep diving like you or I would into what we're seeing. They're watching it on a surface level. Okay. And that's the thing, though, because, like, I'm not denying, because at the, at the end of the day, Gigi, it was the better of Toxic Attraction. I'm not denying that. Um, my only issue was that, because I'm speaking specifically from indie fans, because I feel like when it came when it came time for Gigi and JC to be on SmackDown with those two matches that they had and they were in front of a more casual audience, their reaction was a little bit more um, equal across the board. Um Especially because I saw that it was like a lot of the time um, with those two matches that they did have, um, there were a lot of criticisms in that match, um, in both of those matches, because they weren't as good as they could have been. But Gigi and JC got the same amount of flack either way. They were treated as a team. Whereas when you go to NXT and people who know her from the indies, the fact that she was this indie darling kind of makes people put her on a higher pedestal than she needs to be. And I don't like that because while, yes, she is the better wrestler and the better character at a toxic attraction, I feel like oftentimes people will treat her as she's leaps and bounds ahead of, ahead of them when in reality she's just like a few steps ahead. Oh, my bad. Sorry. It's cool. You're saying, Rico? Yeah, so I think sometimes because people have, the, and this is also something that extends to like that um, that indie darling bias that I've brought up before, is that mm -hmm. because Gigi was more of like an established name before getting to WWE, it causes her to be put on like a bit of a higher pedestal than she needs to be. Because in reality, yes, she is better than Mandy and JC, but people treat her like she leaps and bounds ahead of them when she's just a few steps ahead. And that's what I don't like because okay, I'm like, that you don't, part I, I agree with. yeah, because at the end of the day, I'm like, she's still in developmental. She still has some work that she needs to do. She has, you know, she needs to still clean herself up. She needs to, you know, kind of get a little bit more cohesive as does JC. She still has room to grow and she has work to do, but treating, but I think oftentimes when she was in toxic attraction, she was treated like she was just so above it all. And, oh, she needs to be a singles competitor. She needs to be away from them. Because, you know, she's just so much better. When in reality, I'm like, no, she's pretty on par. She's better than them, sure. But she's better than them by not much. Like, she still has her own set of improvements. And that's something that I've been seeing with a lot of women in NXT, where, you know, you have women like Roxanne, who get kind of pushed a little bit more ahead um, and get kind of treated a little bit better 
by the fans, by people who knew her from the Indies, and she they get treated better because they were known on the Indies, as opposed to someone like a Lash or like a Tiffany Stratton or like you know um, who's someone else. Okay. Um, like so, so Ruka is another one that doesn't. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of the times where it's like if you were known on the Indies and you kind of fit a certain aesthetic or you fit a certain mode that kind of plays into that misogynistic view. Because I think Gigi does have a very, while I like her aesthetic, women who have her aesthetic also play into internalized misogyny sometimes. And men will often prop them up as well to where women who, which is why I said at the beginning, I'm like, Gigi could have the same match as someone like Mandy or someone like a Tiffany Stratton. She could have the same caliber match, but she won't get nearly as much flack for her match as those other two will even though the matches were one and the same. Like when she was no selling for Zoe Stark and both of her matches, she didn't get any flack for that. No one called her out. But someone like Tiffany, well, I did obviously because I noticed it, but someone like Tiffany, if Tiffany were to do the same thing, she would get all the smoke. If someone like Lash were to do something similar or Sol Ruka or Indy Hartwell, they would get a lot more flack than than, than Gigi did when Gigi was actually no-selling. She had a valid reason to no-sell, but no one gave her any kind of flack for that. And I don't like that imbalance at all. That's fair. Don, what you think? You don't understand much. Don. Hello. Don't tell me you asked sleep. No, bitch. My damn mic was on mute. Oh, mm. well, damn. We sitting up here having a conversation and you probably were talking. Nobody even heard you. No, I just, I just muted it. <laughs> I agree with every statement said. Okay. You ain't got nothing to add to that, to the misogyny conversation? Or are we good? Oh, I mean, bitches be hating no bitches. <laughs> it's nothing new, but... Uh... A bitch will hit on a hoe and a hoe will hit on a bitch. Period. And that's how it is. I don't know why. I mean, I know why this dynamic was like that, but why would nobody think to like, we're all on the show. Let's come together, you know, kind of storm the capital. January 6th. January 6th up in Vince's office and just like get what we need. But you know, everybody don't think the same. Um, well, Nicole, you gonna be the last one on this topic. You got something to add, or are we good? No, we're good. Okay, Donnie, you up next. What's your hot take that you know is gonna cause some controversy? <laughs> oh, Lord, um. Everybody plays a part in the show, whether you like it or not. Oh, shit. Okay, well, rather elaborate. Whether y'all people fuck with Dana or not, she has a part in the show. Whether you liked what Nikki was doing when she was a superhero, it was a part of the show. You're not going to like everything in the show. Fair. You have to watch it as if it's a television show. You're going to have people on the television show that you like, ooh, this bitch. I can't stand her, but they're playing the character. But for some reason, you watch wrestling, you want to be realistic. Hmm. For what? Hmm. 
when you was watching mm-hmm. before in the way in the early 2000s in the 90s it wasn't realistic hmm. but i'm wrong if i'm a wendy choose fan and i like Nobody wendy <laughs> But my thing with Wendy Chu is she's a fucking hypocrite. Here we go. How? Everything she says she don't like, she does. I don't like you interrupting my matches, but you interrupt the matches. And then when she poured that drink in, who for? I mean, I'm not saying that she can't do it, but don't sit up here and cry about it when you're doing it too. She's not being teased by fucking Tiffany Stratton every two seconds. Well, step the cookies up, babe. I, I throw some water on the top too. I throw juice on that dish too. But, the, but don't be all, upset and be like, I yeah, I know. Huh? What? She's a very good wrestler. Well, that ain't Nobody said nothing about her wrestling skill. He questioning the behavior, not the wrestler. Listen, mama, open your ears. <laughs> mama, let me. Um, it's like she was like what'd she say yeah I threw other I threw drinks at other people's faces but like when it happened to me it took me back okay you can't don't dish out what you can't take that's ridiculous that's my only thing Wendy Chu just like be fucking for real you can't be a crybaby in a boss bitch no you cannot call her no crybaby Oh, please. She'd be crying. Yes, I just want people to just like kind of actually enjoy a full-fledged show. Everything has a lane. People exist in certain lanes. Everything is not going to be serious. And if you want everything Mm. serious, you can go watch MLW. It's not a bad show. I mean, it's not it's not off the walls. but That should be... They be wild over there. <laughs> they be wild. I sat and watched that. It kind of had like a war games match going on. Oh it was my crazy. God. Yes, that's my hot take. Well, Nicole, how you feel about it? Um, I mean, I don't feel a type of way. I like. Wendy, but I don't check for her like that because I feel like she's just like like a gimmick. Fair. You, you gotta have girls who or you gotta have people on a rest- roster who are like you know, basically like they're just gimmick wrestlers. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what she is. So like I, I don't have an opinion either way. Well, no, she roams no, she roams in free space to me. Don. Feeling is that you gotta have, you gotta watch the show for what it is, and you can't always pick it apart. You gotta sometimes just watch it as a TV show. And while you may not like some characters, everybody has a place. We can all have the seat at the table, but not everyone's getting a filet mignon or a pasta dish. Some of us just getting a drink of water or an appetizer. Well, to piggyback off of Don's hot take, hold on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We holding on. Please hold. Someone play Jeopardy music. Pass the time. 
What are we playing Jeopardy music for? Just if we were gonna play some Yeah. Oh. She knew what I did. Edit out the Jeopardy music because Rico couldn't just wait a couple seconds. So I can get all the noise. You're just messy. Anyways. To piggyback off of what um, Don's take, I'm going a step further and say not everybody deserves a spot. Okay? Mm. Oh. Okay? Yes, not everybody deserves a spot. And when I say that, I say this. Y'all got real, some of y'all got real pissy. Some of y'all got real pissy. When I said that Natalia's ass did not need to be in the elimination chamber. Oh, no, I stand by that. Y'all got all of y'all feelings. Y'all was real mad. Ooh, I can't stand in the tie you hate train. Why you hate on the train? Let me tell you something, bitch. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> hating on Natalia. It was necessity. Did her ass need to be in the chamber? Hell the fuck no. No, no, she don't. Why? Natalia's career spans decades. She has been a part of every aspect of the women's division without, and it wasn't even, it's not even in a marginalized sense. It's the reality. You don't believe me? Go back in the WWE in 2000s. See if her ass was running around there screaming, yeah, every two seconds, because she was. Okay. Yeah, she long My favorite, time. where is that me? Where she's like, I don't know what fucking match she has. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, and puts her hands up. I said, this is so terrible. <laughs> That's best several possible <laughs> That is her. She's been there. That's- I can understand if they didn't have enough people to put in the chamber, but they had plenty of people to choose from. Plenty of people. So you trying to convince me that I'm somehow a hater because I believe that Natalia didn't deserve to be in the chamber? No, the fuck she didn't. And I continue to say that. And I don't give a fuck about how you feel about it. Her ass didn't need to be in the chamber. She's got to okay, do we don't give a career. This is from Canada. She's not the she's not in the middle of her because she's at the end. This is the end of her career, and that's not saying she need to go home because that's not what the fuck I said. Listen with your ears. Hear me when I say this. She's at the end of her career. She does not need, nor does she have to utilize a major match like the Elimination Chamber match. Some of y'all came at me and was like, "Oh, well, it's in Canada, so." That don't mean nothing. So, so last what? time she was in Canada, she got booed. So what? I she went Canada. Okay, okay. Well, how come every time Bailey go to fucking her fucking hometown in California, that bitch never wins? Mm. She don't win in her hometown. There was a time where Shot when um fucking Sasha couldn't win a match to save her neck and they was cheering for her in Boston like she brought them home the motherfucking NBA championship so I'm just trying to understand because you cut out you left Piper Piper could have been in that match okay and if you're trying to talk about the future every time we look at the moniker say here now and forever will forever come real quick bitch and it looked like y'all still in the then Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like when you bring in new people and make room for new people. Okay? 
you want to make the chamber worthwhile and make the fun nothing was wrong with the chamber the chamber was cool i will never ever shit on that i thought the chamber was cool but i felt like if you was going to do it the way you did it you did not need natalia and no shade but you did not need carmella and you did not need nikki cross you didn't need them and y'all got all of y'all feelings about Natalia. And it's really interesting to me because y'all real wishy-washy when it comes to Natalia. As long as Natalia is not in the way of what you want in terms of a superstar, then y'all hyping for her, y'all all on her team. But when she start doing some shit that you don't like or she talk about one of y'all favorites, then you want to get in your feelings. Then you want to get mad. Then she a big titty, big lip bitch. Oh. I'm just saying. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. But go go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. I, I took over your little topic. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> I mean, with that, I have to agree. Um, it's like they want to do favors for people who want to, who, when they go to their hometown, I feel like it's like giving flowers kind of early. They need to stop doing that. Anybody else? Yeah, I always got smoke for Natalia, so. <laughs> I'm just when saying, it it's, to, it's like that a lot. With a lot of that, I have to agree. It's like that a but lot. And like, I don't I don't mean it in terms of like I never want to see Natalia again. Because I like Natalia. I do agree that Natalia is one of the best on the roster, male or female. But she's one of those that's very middle of the road you could take her or leave her and in some instances she shines and in other instances she doesn't but that that's okay and like Don say everybody has a place but everybody time ain't the same so I don't need to see Natalia in another elimination chamber why why are you putting her in there she's not gonna win she did not add or take away from anything in that chamber tell me she didn't Please tell me if she did. I didn't watch it, so I don't, I can't say. She did not. Thank you. She didn't. She added nothing. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. You had, you had the girls who you, it looked like you, you trying to build on, to move forward, but how are you doing that when you're constantly looking backwards? How are you doing that? You don't, you don't put enough storylines in there for the girls to at least start building them up. You did it when they brought in the girls, the four horsewomen, but you focused on Bailey, Becky, Sasha, and Charlotte. And you left a hole where the rest of the girls just had to kind of find their way. Luckily, Carmella was able to get up there and get her way in. You had girls like Bliss who was able to get their way in and stay in the way. Okay? Okay. That hole made a home. She burrowed in there and was like, bitch, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> she burrowed okay. in that bitch. Carmella okay. and Alexa. It was a time where there was never a conversation about that women's title that didn't include that woman. Yeah. She was either on television, in the middle of something, and the bitch had a concussion. This is my thing. Had a whole concussion. And they still used her in the storyline. So you cannot tell me that WWE cannot create enough storylines 
to ensure that these girls have something that you can watch. Zelina Vega is a good storyteller. Use her. Why is she regaled to the back? Her and I got a little phantasma do not work. They didn't work when she got there. They don't work now. Split them the fuck up. Okay. Y'all can't. I said when they were. You can't have it, everything at the same. You can't have it all the same, and you can't have it so that you have everybody in these little boxes, and nobody gets to have their moment. Don is right when he says that everybody has their place. He is right, but there's room for multiple stories. There's room to create something different, and we don't have to see the same shit over and over again. When it comes to the title, it's pretty simplistic. I want what you got. I'm coming after it. But there needs to be stuff outside of the title that makes sense. And they're not doing it. So when you have a, a match like the Elimination Chamber, you could have used whatever feud you had going and put it inside the fucking chamber. And the way Triple H thinks two and three months ahead, that shit should have been planned out. I'm disappointed. So I, I stand by what I said about Natalia and I'll, I'll yell that shit from the mountaintop. That hoe didn't need to be in the damn chamber. And oftentimes she don't need to be involved in a lot of things. I don't know what's going on with her, Rhonda, Natalia, and now Tegan's in the midst of it. Girl. Hey, you, um, I said it in the group chat. We got to pretend like we care about the tag titles. You know it's mania season. They want to put them on the car so they can defend them. And then they're going to wait some money in the bank to stop giving the shit. Yeah, Rhonda, Natty, Shayna, or Rhonda and Shayna, Natty and Tegan, Liv and Raquel. Yeah, but I said and this now, and then and we can move on to Nicole after. Dying, you go ahead. I was like, um, what's the fuck? I said, um, this year for the women's tag team titles is make it or break it. If you ain't doing shit with them this year, let them go. Um, keep them on NXT. Whoever get called up with the titles, just have them bring them up and just try again. Because y'all, y'all pretending every mania that y'all care is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because it's not that hard. Lord of mercy. I just want to Yeah, I said if you could if you can pull it together in six weeks, what can you do in a year? But you gotta be focused. And I I find that Roman in the bloodline been the target for the for both shows for a while now. That's that's the go-to, you know? And while, yeah, it makes for great TV, I won't shit on that. And it helped build up Sandwich. I'm very happy for that. Everybody else is kind of thrown to the wayside. Like, Seth Rollins got to go up against Logan Paul at Mania, which he's a company man. He'll do it. And everybody but it's like we... We always have those kind of matches. So it's not the matches that I'm worried about. It's more so the time you invest in me. If they've been planning this shit with Seth since Logan walked through the door. So that's not really a good yeah. way. But as far as everything else, I understand in the list of importance that the tag titles was ranked like last, but you still could have did something. You found something for Gunther to do. 
you found something for Austin to do. So like, and then in between those titles, it's a bunch of people that's not competing for the title. So they have something to do. So if everybody got something to do, you got a whole roster of women in the back. Why are you not like putting shit together? Why are you not calling Sean like, hey, send some bitches up here. We need them. Cause Sean down there doing his own thing, breaking bitches up and putting them together. He don't care. Uh-huh. He don't give a fuck about right. nobody's future. He like, we with, we in NXT for the motherfucking now. Fuck all that other shit. I don't care about you getting called up. This is my show. Well, I don't blame him um, for that. I mean, I don't, but it's like when it's come to the tag teams, it's like you gotta kind of keep them together. How are we gonna say women's tag team wrestling and then y'all building up mixed shift teams and then breaking them up? Nobody's sticking together. There has yet to be a women's team that stood stood the test of time, besides you know Party City. Yeah, just going into dance party. The only team they're the longest tenure team, women's team in WWE as a whole. They surpassed the iconic, and they can't even do. And they just boring, right? At least iconics have something going on. Well, Billy. What I'm about to say, I'm like, let's congratulations to Cassie. Oh, she gave birth to her baby. Yeah, they. She been had that baby. Oh, Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I know she was pregnant. I didn't know she had it. Me too. Congratulations. The mid couple had their child. I was probably high. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's fucked up, Rico. Don't say that. I when the mid-bitch no, because the they were trying for a baby for a long time. So my thing is, people who genuinely I don't I don't believe in having children, um, <laughs> but people who genuinely have love in their hearts and really really want to like have children, have child, and like trying shit like that deserve to have kids. Yeah, so I, that part, like, I'll let them live on that. Like, but Rico, don't call them me. <laughs> don't call them me. And then look at what's his face. Stop. That's enough. We not we not doing it. We're not roasting. We not roasting. We give it high take. You were quiet because you were quiet because you agree. No, no. Anybody else got yeah. anything to say about Don's hot take? Because if not, we're gonna move on to Nicole. I mean, I agree, but I feel like that was pretty self-explanatory. I don't agree with everything you said. I don't agree with the way you changing your truth, King. But I can't. Well, Nicole, you up, girl? Um. My ones is, and I we talked about it briefly before we went, I don't want to say on camera, but on microphone, was that the Usos aren't really them girls, let alone them boys. Which I don't want people to be like, well, she said that they deserve that PWI, blah, 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 which is true, which I stand by it because I'm going by the criteria that they set, even though PWI does not do that a lot of the times themselves, but I did. 
So I was like, you know, if you want to be real technical, you know, it is what it is. Is this the FCW doc? Um, it is. Um, and I was like, you know, you know, it is what it is on that aspect. I was like, I get with it. But as a whole, they're not the best tag team in the world. Are they top three or five? Sure. Best, no. Um, I will argue that um, FTR probably is. Um, RIP to Jay Briscoe. Um, Briscoe's probably were it. Um, ooh, I even try to think. Why am I blanking on who it is? It's people in New Japan. Who am I blanking on? Was it G-O-D? No. It had Leo Rush in it. Oh. Whoever Leo I'm Rush blanking really bad. Days. Whoever Leo Rush is paired with. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Yes. They're really, really, really good. They are. Why am I blanking on who his Was it Dante is? Martin? No. I, no, I he was a new want to say TJP, and I'm sick for it. It wasn't him. It was a Japanese person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me I'm look. Because he posted so that. Yo. I don't know. It'll come to me, but they did really good in the Super Juniors. Oh, shit. Um, Impact. Oh, shit. Impact is already all, almost off. It I'm terrible. His name is Y O H? Yes. Is that his name? Yes. Okay. So even them, I thought were like phenomenal. Like, and again, I don't watch like a whole bunch of um, New Japan stuff. And I did. Um, I usually watch their tournaments. I don't watch nothing like weekly, monthly or nothing. Like I watch when they have like a tournament or like a pay-per-view or shit like that. Um, but even then, because I feel like ugh, the Usos got very stagnant. And it's not necessarily, and it's mostly Jimmy. Because I think Jay being able to shine on his own and being able to do that singles run really benefited him, but also damaged the Usos as a whole to me. Because it shows that if Jake would be fine by himself, Jimmy, no, 100% would not. So when you show cracks like that, it shows an imbalance within the tag team itself. So I'm already going to look at you different because it's like, all right, this person is already like picking up the slack or really carrying more of the weight because of like, their ex whatever more talented or more experience etc etc I don't know what you guys feel about it I agree once again 
Yes. No false statements detected. Um, I do think they get they got staggering. People love to point out Hell, people. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns is a better tag team. And they've been mm. together. They're on such an incredible level. And they've been together for like 10 years now. Probably more than that. And people like to talk about people's spam and super kick. Though. Nobody ever say nothing to the Usos. Okay. And they love it. You know, kick. like we like to get the Young Bucks um, smoke, but people do drag them for their super kicks, but no one says some, nothing about the Usos. I will say something about the Usos. Go ahead. Their gear is trash. <laughs> and their super kicks are trash. <laughs> he has an issue with the gear. I have an issue with their fucking gear because they could they can afford better gear and they choose not to. They choose to look like that. Well, they choose to be on national TV making millions and millions of dollars, and that's what they choose to wear. Unacceptable. Everybody ain't a fascination like you. I don't fucking care. Roman too. Everybody's in a visionary like ourselves. Y'all dress like that, both in the ring and outside the ring. Unacceptable. Y'all got wives. They ain't get you together like, what is going on? No, Roman's wife too busy being pregnant. That too. They need. They need to. They need to. They need to keep it up. Uh-huh. Keep that thing tucked. Because I know, I know their 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 wombs are tired of being Airbnb. <laughs> Always housing a child every every three to five business years. They are living in their purpose. Leave them alone. You are messy, honey. That's that's why you guys love me. <laughs> well, I don't disagree. Um, with you. He's right. Uh, I think he's right. You um, I think that um, that that that's a valid point about Jay um, being able to work on his own. To be fair, Jimmy was injured and he hasn't really had a chance to prove if he can or not do well when Jay was injured, Jimmy chose to do commentary. I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna say he hasn't had an opportunity. To be fair, yes, he did choose to do commentary. That was during a time where they were just they weren't working as individuals and I don't think he wanted to exclude his brother I think I'm, I'm gonna say that they they both did what they thought was best for them and the tag team at the time so to be fair I don't think Jimmy is a bad wrestler but I do think he's heavily reliant on the tag team itself. I do think that Jay is more independent, but we've seen him do that. We've seen him be able to stand out. The tag teams that Nicole mentioned, I mean, those guys, the FTR is arguably one of the greatest tag teams 
of all time. And that pains me to say that, but it's true. Um, when it comes to the Briscoes and like anybody else, like they just have a way of being able to gel. You expect the Usos to do great or at least do better because they're twins. They should know better. They know each other better. And they come from the lineage and you expect a lot out of them. And to me, this past year or two, they haven't really been doing what we would consider being a great tag team. The FTR has been wrestling often. The Usos have been heavily reliant on the, the storyline, but to their credit, that was kind of the point. At the end of the day, I think that they've been overexposed. So it's time to pull back from the Usos. And more specifically, the WWE's division tag team-wise across the board is depleted. There really isn't much of a tag team division. A lot of the tag team division is made up of maybe three, four tag teams, and the rest of the guys have been put together to create tag teams, okay? So they're not really governing much, and even if they were, I wouldn't consider them the greatest tag team either, but they're arguably one of the best. So she she's right in what she says. I'm not... I'm not disputing it. Does anybody else have anything to say about that hot take? Or are we going to keep moving? Let me go ahead. Okay, my turn. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, my hot take is... The old school is not the only way. I find it very odd that oftentimes I see a lot of wrestling fans and a lot of older wrestlers be so hard pressed that they don't have, oh, I wish the locker room was the way it was back in the day. All right, y'all. So this is the end of part one. Make sure you guys just swing on around to part two. It's coming up next. And you guys can finish out the episode of all the hot takes that we gave. It was some pretty interesting ones, okay? They was, they was not playing this week, all right? It, it was a lot. It was a lot. You know? But I'll see you guys in the next one, y'all. Make sure y'all stick around because part two is coming up next.